I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. This episode, season three, episode 13, Led Zeppelin box set. Aired January 15th, 1997. With us, as always, is Jen on the ether. Hi. Hi. And with us, not as always, Joe Fury is back again. Woo! Hello. Thank you, thank you. How are you? Oh, we're good. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. No, it's been so long. It's so nice to Thank you for coming back. We really appreciate it. Oh, sure. So... Uh, this one we threw on you, so I don't know what your involvement it was in terms of writing. I mean, tell me. Um, I, I, I again, I watched it like two days ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just forgot what happens in it. Which, what's, <laughs> just tell me what the, the two stories or three okay, stories yep, are. Sure, sure, sure. All you have to do is tell so me the three stories. So there's three card Monty. Yep, three card Monty. Oh, there's um, that's an interesting story because that came from. Um, I do know where it was, and I, and I had forgotten until I watched it the other day. That came from a story that uh, I told everybody in the office that happened to me when I was a kid. That's where the three-card Monty story came from. Really? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because uh, I had a story I used to tell when I used to do I the television commercials as a kid, which mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. bored you with in another, <laughs> another episode. Um, you can probably hang yourself to it if you choose to okay. go back and find in my it go back and that. find it and kill yourself um and no but when i used to do tv commercials i used to have to go i lived in long island and uh we used to take a, either drive into the city which was like an hour and a half drive or or take a train in and one time i went into the city with my brother my older brother and my mother had given us money to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. And, Uh-oh. you know, after I went for the audition. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I went on the audition and then we were done. The, the audition's literally like about six seconds long. Mm-hmm. You go in, you've probably done them. You've yeah. probably done auditions. I have Or not, for commercials. Or oh, has. you haven't? He has. Oh, well, you know what they're like. Yeah. You sit there for 10 minutes, you go in, and they're like, okay, thanks, and you're done in two minutes. And then it's like, now i got to drive all the way back to Long Island. Sure. At any rate, so my mother Jeez. had given us money to go see a movie, and we were walking down right in 42nd Street, around that, right in that area, and there was a three-card Monty guy there. So my brother gets the idea that he could win. <laughs> and... I said to him, and, and my my brother was about three years or four years older than me. I was about ten. Huh. He was, you know, I don't know what, you know, sixteen or something, or whatever oh, no. it is, and um, probably maybe even older. And so he should have known better. And I was saying to him, "Don't, you're not. It's a waste of time." And he got obsessed with it, exactly like Jimmy did. And he was like, "No, I know. Oh, I, I, I guarantee I can win this." And the end of the joke, the end of the story was, this is how it always ended, was uh, my brother finally decided to do it. 
and he, he I'm, I'm like, don't do it, don't do it. He puts the money down. The guy goes, you lose. The second, <laughs> the second he puts the money, down, the twenty dollars down, you lose. Next, and he goes, the next person. And we both walked back to the train station, couldn't go to a movie, uh. and, <laughs> and luckily just had a ticket because that's all we had. Oh and so I, I told the story, and uh, that's where I think this came from. Holy the, shit. The whole thing of, and then we used to always do the, you know, five will get you 10, 10 will get you 20, you know, the whole stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid thing. But that's where that. Glad those tickets were pre-bought. Yes, okay, if no. they weren't, we. that's the, the other whole thing. whole different. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so that, so as a matter of Life fact. Life-changing story. It's wow. interesting that you mentioned it. I believe that's where that came from. And then we just, we just thought it was so funny that somebody would get obsessed and somehow, it, like, that's how the stories came about. You know, mm-hmm. people would mention some dumb thing and then we'd go, isn't there a way to make that into, you know, maybe Matthews does that or somebody? And then it, it, logically it ended up being Jimmy because Jimmy was, <laughs> it just seemed like, it, was, it seems like something he would do and he'd get obsessed with. Like he, right. can't, yeah. he can't accept the fact. He also that doesn't he need it. to play, win money at 3.30. No, no, right, which makes so it even funnier. Yeah. Right, like why is he even yeah. doing that? And, uh, why is he even doing he it? He can't that? stop. He can't, he can't get swindled by them in the end. He doesn't care about winning. He just wants to get right. them. Like he doesn't. Right. Exactly. It's like the idea of like. the money. <laughs> like this Donald Trump guy for some reason taking a subway also uh-huh. on top of it. And then like. Hmm. What are these guys doing? You know, and seeing like was three car mo- getting repaired. What was going on? I don't <laughs> right, remember. Yeah, was that? Was there a reason? There probably the, maybe, but it was. He was like there was a reason. I just don't remember what it was right now. I think the reason was we had a three car Monty thing, and we were like, yep. where would he see this? Yep. So okay, we'll do it in the subway because you can't do it on the street because the, the, there's no set. So sure. we ended up doing a subway set because, of course, no one does it really on the subway, but mm-hmm. but. There was a set, and that's that's the only thing we could look modestly, look real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, the street would just look like you know, I don't know what, some crummy backdrop, and it would not look like a New York street, and, mm-hmm. which was something we always had anytime we'd have to go out and do stuff. Yeah. Go if out you had to go the... out of this set, right? You had to actually look do something that looked like New York. It was right. No, no, that was oh. terrible. <laughs> was it the same? Wait, was it Radford? Right? Is that where you shot the first? The first, no, the first seasons we shot. Oh no, at Sunset Gower. Sunset Gower. Sorry. Wow. I, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Nerd. Um, no, that's. I don't think of it. Wait, have I seen the city streets there? Yes, I have. I was an extra on American Dream. We filmed stuff. We filmed stuff out on the mm-hmm. lot, but it always it, it, it never looked very good. It never I mean, does. I mean, what are you gonna do? How in do fact, the whole thing in that space <laughs> episode, we filmed the whole, which kind of worked, was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing when. Did, Joe goes out and is walking around. I don't, need, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember the episode. That yeah, yeah. Oh, like a, kind of on the planet kind of thing? Like, yeah. It was like red planet. It looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. And the, we filmed that. We filmed literally in the parking lot because I think they were redoing the parking lot. Oh. And it was all <laughs> torn up. And I think... I think Paul or some Paul said like, why don't we just film it in the parking lot? We can just make it look like... That's amazing. And then they somebody said, oh, we, I think we can probably do that. And, and it actually ended up working. But like... That was because awesome. I think it was just because the parking lot was being torn up or something. That's so. hilarious. But that's the kind of stuff you do, you know, on, on network television shows where you go. <laughs> we have this great idea, and they say, "Okay, well, here's thirteen cents. <laughs> go, you can try and make that set look real." Like, All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so I just said uh, the, the, the A stories. Um, Bill and Matthew. Um, 
Right, the the fight. Fighting. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Fight. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, so Matthew and Matthew gets yeah. all cocky. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Bill, Bill you empathize with because of how horrible his backstory is. You feel bad for yeah, him. And he the comes backstory and, yeah, because the backstory is the reason. And he yeah. actually right. shows mm-hmm. that this particular time, he literally is. Like, it doesn't even seem like he's being sarcastic behind sarcastic. Like, like he's... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, truly, he's just like, oh, we're like family. Like... This is how families work. Like when I was growing up, there was humor, wit, love, and then he tells horrible things, and then he thinks that they were jokes, and you were like, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> which we found, as I've said in another, the other time, but we found it hilariously funny as the writing yeah. staff. We all yeah found they that are. to be so funny that Phil, you know, Bill had this horrible background and didn't. He wasn't aware of it at all, and he just yeah. thought it was so endearing, and he, and he loved it. And he's, um, otherwise he's 100% insufferable. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. there's at least some elements, a tiny yeah. bit of reason in his life. Yep. And <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's not 100% a monster. His parents were monsters, okay. Yes. Right. So you, <laughs> so you can, yeah, that, that was the thing, was always, we always tried to make him not be just a total monster but like yeah he was a monster but then he was smart right you know, yeah. like you'd just be mm-hmm. like oh he's actually right you know oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how the yeah. hell did he how the hell did he be how was how he right about that you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and he does care about other people when he's not i mean not all the time but when he's not being um totally self-obsessed and like working and scheming towards a goal like if it's in between and the person isn't being too annoying he, yeah he might actually like be a little bit thoughtful here and there. Well, yeah, but also, and it just became like a, a practical thing too, because a lot of times it would be like a way to end something. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have a way out of it, and it suddenly it would be like Bill speech. <laughs> yeah, why? Why don't we just make Bill the reasonable one at the end of it, and he I comes up it. with the answer to it or whatever? <laughs> and my favorite example of that is the one with with um, Bill with the piano. <laughs> which which he, he which he starts he says let me handle this let me handle this mm-hmm. let me handle it. and like and we'd done it enough before where he did do something somewhat reasonable yeah and then he just punched them in the face which was the funny thing the guy comes yes. in and he punches yeah, yeah, yeah. him in the face yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. and it was like the stupidest thing ever he punches and, a principal from the breakfast club right is that that is that the episode i think that's who it is that he punches. yes yeah, i think yeah. you're right yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's right that guy he was <laughs> whose name i can never remember i can't I remember so either bad. and the woman funny. who was in it it was in um you know gilmore uh, girls gilmore girls mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um Anyway. Bill Clinton came to town riding on inflation. <laughs> God damn it. I, every oh, one of those. Elevator is... opens. Yeah, so, so good. I'm looking. Okay, so the reason we picked this episode, we know it's not in order. Uh, you guys are hearing it in order, but we're not recording in order. Is because I figured why not have Joe talk about an episode that I have the wardrobe book to, which is filled with amazing <laughs> fucking uh, Polaroids oh, so of people cool. in a little adorable Dave Foley in his suit and things like that. But it's also got stuff that I didn't even notice, like the shooting schedule and stuff on mm-hmm. it, which is kind uh-huh. of fun and is probably boring to look at if you actually worked on the show, but it is fas- fascinating to me. No, I'd like to see it. Okay, I, mean, dude, please, I, I, I did please, look please, at please. it a little bit, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's... It was it's... it was more to jog your memory because who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, holiday festivities mean something to you. Maybe it was a big hooker and blow party. I don't know. I wasn't there. 
Where is that? The it's holiday a... festivities at the very bottom for the second day of uh, of production there. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? I wonder. See, holiday it's festivities. Code. Secret mm. Hollywood code. Um, <laughs> hmm. Pre shoot subways. I don't know. It's a good question. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff on here. We got so we got the two days of holiday festivities. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> well, I mean, you're doing. I mean, it's right we before had, Christmas break. I'm assuming we so. might have had just like a party or something like a party. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why that would be in the breakdown. It's got four the, asterisks. So yeah, it's really? got to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. Maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was a. Maybe we, after the show, we were doing having a holiday party or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. On, that on, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. The schedule for two hours, the holiday festivities? Um, <laughs> yeah, quite a party, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah, we, like a rager. Well, ah. they were, yeah. Well done. We used to actually have fun. <laughs> Sounds like a rager. <laughs> I forgot that that's... <laughs> I'm so used to hearing these lines. Of course. I thought that was just like a, you know. Uh-huh. I forgot that was in the show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they were, we, we'd have parties that were not that great. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, so what uh, what are we talking about here? The it, no, just in general. I just thought if that jogged your me- memory, or if it's just interesting, yeah. and you have thoughts this about is, these great Polaroids. Well, this is Lisa with what the hell? <laughs> who is she with there? I don't even know who she's with. I love that there are a bunch of extras in some of these shots, which They're are weird. Shot is that the extra that I got They're cut out of the other episode? I don't know. Not the best lighting. I don't know if that's an extra. I don't know who that is. Mm, okay. Uh, this is very interesting for people who can't see it. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to scan um, these. The sound of the pages is th- pretty crisp. I think she'll be fine if I scan these and put them up. I don't yeah, no, it's cool. Probably, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I'm just... Uh, these were all just... Yeah, Llewellyn did all of the... I'm assuming this is Llewellyn did all of this. It was just... It's a lot of Look at this bra. Black. <laughs> That's listed there for for uh, Beth. That's funny. Yeah, is, is is this the one she's wearing the see through? I mean, she's yeah, the stripy see through shirt. Probably. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Probably. She wore that like in every episode. She wore something of a see through, didn't she, Joe? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe ah, wearing what seems like the same oh, episode he wears every episode. And these are literally these are extras. all the extras. These are nuts. all the extras. There's so oh, many. That. Wow. Wow. Look at that. That's so funny. That's. I think that's the guy in the episode I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh <laughs> no 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 not not the cutout. Oh guy. not the cu- not the guy who was oh. no no the one that the vanished. Not the one right? we wanted to digitally remove. Oh, right, the guy right, who right. vanished. Okay, I think great. he may have been the one who was cut. But that's the, funny. Uh, what and again it wasn't his fault. It was just like sure, sure. Right. Uh, oh here's more of them. My God. Yeah there's, there's this is so boring. It won't be boring once they see the photos that I'll forget to scan and put up. Okay. Um, you know. Oh you're gonna scan them. Okay. But in the so, meantime you right, can listen right. to them. I think what I'll just right. put up a few since I, I don't own this, this binder. It is not my property, but a few one or two might be a fun sample to put up there. Well, th- this is nerds. interesting. I mean, that's the thing I was interesting about this episode too. Is that set that um, the subway, the subway set, which when I looked at it again, I was like, "Wow, that actually looks very, really good." I like yeah. it. You yeah. made it yeah. look like filthy and dirty and yeah. whatever. And mm-hmm. that was one thing that like Paul, Paul was always like a really, like a, a stickler about like that kind of stuff. He was always like, um, I, "It, I do not want to. If it looks crummy, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to." do it I mean, yeah he practically didn't want to do it so i remember it was very specific about that you know we we wanted to look really like a new york subway and it's filth dug dirty and yeah and that's a lot of work to filth something up like and yeah. make it not just look like there's paint on things like yeah because most most things if you watch sitcoms most subway sets are you know the generic set that looks sort of like a new york subway mm-hmm. but not really yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like you know and so 
that was like Paul was always very particular about all that stuff. To his credit, he was really good with it. He was always like, no, that should be real, and you know, people don't people don't do that kind of people don't eat. His big thing was like, if he were here, start laughing. People don't eat out of Chinese cartons, right? Right. To say all the time, and then we'd have it occasionally be on the show, and he'd be like, "Nobody eats out of Chinese cartons <laughs> like they do in movies." I hate that. Like, you would just get all mad about it, which I always thought was hysterical. <laughs> We've been duped. I, I get really angry when people don't um, close doors. Like I don't care if oh. there's a sound or not. If you don't make any effort to shut a door and it's just wide open, that's funny. No, mainly the front doors for me. If it's a yes. door on the inside, I'm not as bothered. Yes. But, but yes. yeah, but the front door, you're just gonna okay. You want like raccoons coming in? Right. What's the deal? Just walk right in. <laughs> I've got OCD about a lot of shit. This is the one thing I don't relate to, but I get it when you say it. Crazy. But I love well, that, that and all the California trees and movies that are like in the Midwest. Well, yeah, so like, a lot of that stuff is like that's tropical. No. Well, the other the thing that always gets me to in in any any movie anywhere, when someone has a, a meal, mm-hmm. I don't think they ever eat finish the meal ever. Like no, I, no. I don't think I've ever seen anyone no. finish a meal. And that's a pet peeve I always have. It's or, two or, bites usually, right? <laughs> yeah, they they take like a bite of it and then they're immediately they're like, I'm so upset I'm leaving. You know, and they get up and they leave and like they leave the, the food there. It's old. Sure. No one ever finishes. What about and my dinner it, with Andre? I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen I it. I don't even know if they have dinner with it. I forget. <laughs> I saw it a long time ago. I know it's like one take. But, mm-hmm. you know, or, or they take the, out money and throw it on the thing and leave. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, it's like no yeah. one, who does no, that? Also, does that shit. They just take money out. I'm leaving. I'm really upset. Here. I'm, they just throw money on the table. <laughs> what, who does that? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Like anyway. money. Yeah. The guy doesn't have a wallet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just had these crumpled up bills in my yeah. pocket all night. Yeah. Ooh, um, this is three dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right now, exactly. Like, this is monopoly. It's it's ten dollars more than what you. <laughs> You're right. You, know, you can't just throw money down and walk out. That doesn't <laughs> never happens anywhere. Any right. Uh, so what else happens in this? Uh, well, the the, uh, the 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 one thing I wanted to the. Uh, just bring up was this is kind of you see hints of it in past episodes but this is the first one where you actually see matthew is completely obsessed with bill like that dynamic kind of solidifies on this episode yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. well that was just like yeah that was always a running again like we found it very amusing that matthew was just like in love with bill basically you know he was like, like you can tell before this but it's definitely like solidified and talked about for the first time like yeah mm-hmm. it may have been the first time because uh, sure. I, I don't really remember but we always joked about it like you know it was always like bill was like the big brother you know he was like the big brother who was treated you like a jerk and you know you always <laughs> idolize your big brother and you know. right and it got to the point where we were like you know people were joking like you know well matthew's actually literally in love with him <laughs> right, know, right, like, right. About, of course. you know and like <laughs> i i kind of <laughs> didn't think of it that way but other other people did other, sure. everybody other people amused themselves thinking like you know he's he's literally in love with bill but i just thought it was funny <laughs> that um you know that he had like a sort of a stupid big brother relationship and like you know catherine was kind of like Catherine's character too, you know, Candy Alexander was kind of like the big sister because mm. I grew up in a family with I had nine people in my family, so Ooh, I, had, okay. I had a lot of older brothers and sisters. So Ooh, wow. she was always to me like the old the older sister who was too, you know, 
too sophisticated and too like she was had her own thing she sure. was doing and she was quite constantly being just sort of pulled into this stupid crap Absolutely. like she is in this episode mm-hmm. like with the the gambling thing where she's like I can't really be bothered with this but right okay and then then reluctantly she would get involved so that was always sort of what was funny about the dynamic with her too yeah. I, I always like but well, she got 160 bucks out of Jimmy in this episode. Yeah, that's so. true. That's <laughs> right. Three that's right. And she yeah. does only seem to be dragged down everybody else's level, uh, out uh, just uh, not of her own volition. That is, I'd never, I hadn't thought about oh, it that way. But she's yeah, pretty professional. She seems, yeah. yeah, professional, smart. But then once she's in it, then she's she's kind of right. Like, she's I'll like, do, like I'll be overdoing as dumb this. As okay, else. fine, I'll do this again. Yeah. That's what I mean by like the older sister thing. Yeah, like okay. you know, when I growing up, like your your older sister was like in college or something, and then you'd be like your family would be doing something stupid and suddenly she's like oh what are you doing what and then now she's involved in it too and then she's mm-hmm. doing it and, and she's doing that. it and she's doing it just as <laughs> you know yeah. as joyfully as everyone else is i love that so much but i i, I always thought about her like that but mm-hmm. and it's funny because bill as being like the big brother and, and andy being the and they do have sibling like spats too when, oh yeah, when she's when she he's being a total ass to her. Like well, the teasing she, at the beginning is so harsh and really, really, oh, really good. God. It's some of the funniest shit to ever come out of his mouth, and it's just pure vitriol. It's so oh, it is. like so you, mean. You could quote all of that, like mm-hmm. like as a favorite quote because it's just nasty. I know that's it's my just, that's gonna be my problem with this one is figuring just, out which one to pick. His him being what does he say? I forget what he said. Well, the, the, Friday night, let's see. Go to a movie or sit around spends oh, right. in the kitchen sipping that's tea right. with a bunch of shut ins. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And, and, there's, and there's the, uh, yeah, when he's like, yeah. also, I'm sorry, buddy. I'll go. Depending upon the weather, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was told hell is going to freeze over. Like, <laughs> that's right. Talking about uh, people caring for their 16 cats, each named after an unbo- uh, a child they never had. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and then there's this one line that's it's, like it's so got a lot of alliteration in it, too. And mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. and it was really, really mean. I don't remember what it was. And he's really, uh, super, uh, pardon me, he's really like stupidly pleased with himself at the end of all those lines, too. He's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> he's like looking around for approval. I love well, that. So the much. one you just said, what was that one again? The one about um, yeah. the hell freezing over yeah. I remember <laughs> the, the particularly what made him funny about the way he did it. What, what was it, the line again? Uh, it was, uh, he says, depending upon the weather, of course. And Matthew says, well, it was supposed to be clear on Friday. So, and then he just cuts him off. Oh, I was told hell is going that's to right. freeze yeah. over. That's, yeah. what, like, that's where <laughs> Phil was so great, where he would just, <laughs> you know, other actors might just go like, uh, you know, oh, oh, I was told hell was going to freeze over. And, like, make yeah, it, yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. do it as a joke. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, he added so much character to it by literally making that funnier by going, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, he just over, he just made it so big and embarrassing. He's, oh, he's like, sorry, I was told that hell was going to freeze over. He's made it uh, juicy. Yeah, exactly. We, like, made it so much funnier than it, than what was written. You we, know? We've definitely talked on several episodes. Just we'll, we'll say a line that he says that we love, but when you just hear the line, you're, sometimes you're like, Oh, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but he definitely made it funny. It was just... <laughs> oh, yeah. No, just absolutely. He would, he would do that a lot. And then he you could just give him certain stuff, and he was very good at... He gets defensive when he's giving shit, too. Like, he's just like, oh, that was blood in the water. You all smelt it. I just did something about it. <laughs> right. It's right, so right. fucking... 
Right, again, oh, like, again, uh, like, so much of the dynamic is like a family of, like, the older brother going, oh, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh -huh. You know, like, I, we, we, did, we all didn't want to watch that show. We know it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I turned the channel. I did something about it. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's exactly that. And, and that's what was so sort of fun about writing for him and writing that those kind of characters because they were so, like, you felt like a family, mm -hmm. family members, like your, your own family, sort of ridiculous. And right. then, of course... The main thing in that episode, I think my sort of recollection of why we did it, too, was the idea of Andy turning on <laughs> him, because then Andy becomes a complete <laughs> dick, which was... Like, worse than Scarily yeah. a dick. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> which, and, and that total and that, I mean, that totally came from the thing of Andy being sort of the Don Knotts kind of character, which mm -hmm. we didn't, you know, we, it was, he was always kind of like in um you know the andy andy griffith show mm -hmm. you know um we you know, we always kind of thought of him as being like don knotts and in fact andy used to do a really good impersonation and probably still does a really I good impersonation bet. of don knotts which was hysterical mm -hmm. um but the idea of him suddenly getting that sort of cockiness that that Don Knotts would get in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Suddenly going, you know, that. well, my Ange, you know, suddenly <laughs> turning and becoming like a complete dick. <laughs> and I think that's kind of what that came from. It was like so from that good. that uh, idea of it would be really funny to see him get like really cocky, like yeah. Don Knotts. He was just the worst. When yeah, and then he just became, and then he's yeah, he became a complete jerk. And then it's he like said a that sex line. Sex monster. Uh -huh. He said the line that I always find that's so funny because we used to say it all the time in the office. That's where it came from. It's like someone's walking by and Andy just says to somebody randomly, "What's what's up, bitch?" <laughs> or something like that. Doesn't he say like? He says, "Hey, bitch." Yeah. Says, hey, hey, how's bitch it going, bitch? Or like it's like. We used to say that in the office. People, someone would come in and like you come in and walk into the office and you go, "Yeah, what's up, bitch?" Yeah. <laughs> See, Jen wonders why Which... I overuse that word. It's because of this episode. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, really? I overuse it casually, even though it's horrible. But I mean no, I mean nothing but to you know. It's, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It is a punctuating word. <laughs> that's the thing. It's horrible. No, it's, no, it's oh, yeah. horrible. It's admittedly horrible, and yeah. you shouldn't say. It, but yeah. the thing is, it was just amusing. Oh that, yeah. That. I, I don't know why. It was just so inappropriate that it was funny that they had, like, mm -hmm. but endlessly. I also love that he follows that up with just telling Mr. James, looks like ugly ties are back. Like, that's worse than hey, bitch. It's just, <laughs> right, like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, hilarious yeah. to that's me. Right. Like, that. Mm -hmm. It's like, right. how can I use literally everyone around me and make them know their place? <laughs> right. And that all and that all came from the from that thing of Andy doing Don Knotts so well. Like, he would do that impersonation, and he, and he knew how to do that thing of... I wish I could. I wish he was here because he would do it right now. He'd be like, yeah, and you know, when Andy he'd get all cocky and like he'd, he'd literally physically imitate him, and it, yeah. that's basically what he was doing when he did that. I, I can then. see that now that you're saying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, there are a few of us that can be, that can do that. You know, like he turned into that complete, complete cocky jerk. And, <laughs> I, I was looking really quickly just through the only reason I have this open is I was just looking to see how much between so this is this the draft of the script is is the sixteenth and the shoot was on the seventeenth so I was just curious how much had changed and at least every one of Bill's lines looks almost identical to what ends up on on the screen and so far I just yeah curious, I mean a lot know? of a lot of times it was pretty much they they did what we wrote but mm -hmm. they. Uh, but they were really terrific at adding stuff in sure, too, sure. you know. Or they, they would add, you know, a, a, 
you know, they, they, they say something in a particular way that yeah. made it even funny. Like I said, like the Bill thing. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> I just love that he naturally thought that way. It's just like, oh, that yeah. is the funniest way to say it. Like it's just, right. like, no, it's just, yeah. Of course, that's how you say it to be funny. Well, but in interviews, he said like, uh, Bill's basically me, but just like as the biggest jerk in the whole world. Yeah, he kind of like was. That. And mm-hmm. all the characters in the show really. Like, if I didn't have morals, I think he said or something. Oh, okay, <laughs> which something is like true. <laughs> like, which is really true. And all the characters in the show really kind of were just based on what the actors were like, you know, what the actors were, and we sort of just based stuff on that as sure. kind of how it was came about. In fact, you know, when Paul wrote the original script, he wrote it for Phil. Oh, yeah, right. And he wrote it for Dave. Mm-hmm. They, they were def- definitely, you know, written for them specifically. They're so good together. Yeah, they're, they're really great they're together. butting heads or when they have to confide in some, <laughs> something with just each other mm-hmm. or, oh, man. Yeah, my favorite was when so when they they'd end up being like on the same side. You know? Yeah, mm. I feel like Dave would find himself. You know, those are some of the most. I can't believe ones. I'm saying this, but yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I cannot believe. You know, <laughs> yes. or when or when Bill's so desperate and there's something that he doesn't want everybody else to find out, and he goes to Dave for advice. There's a few of those, and those are oh, yeah. amazing too. Just right. like just weird, desperate and and just wanting to die on the inside and it's like all right i gotta finally let this out to another human i guess it has to be dave right and then when he does let it out the thing i always found amusing too was he's like if you got a detail or something wrong about it he'd be a dick about it you know uh-huh. he's the one who's coming you know he's coming in and asking yes. dave something yes. and like you know dave would go i I'm, I'm not coming up with something you know specific but he'd say you know wait your mother did that and your mother did what and then you know bill would go Dave, can we stick like, stick to what we're talking about? <laughs> like he's the one who came in and was asking for his help. Uh-huh. And when he uh-huh. when he starts asking stuff, he'd be like, he'd, he'd start getting like snippy at him, which I thought was like doubly like a, funny. <laughs> a couple episodes ago, he was like, um, "You ever lose something very dear to you?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I had a dog." He's like, well, "Anyway, like he just interrupted him and he starts talking about money, yep. losing right. a bunch of money." And it's like, <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. Great. Though. Right. Dave, I don't have time for your boring story. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care about your dumb... You know. you know the reason I came in here was to talk about my thing, right? Just right. shut up. <laughs> right, exactly. Which which was so great about him, too, was that he just cut right to the... You know, it always cut right to the chase with him. Being that involved in the editing and stuff, or at least being in the editing room, did you have news radio dreams? I have to imagine if anybody did, you or Paul must have. Oh, God, probably. Like, I probably still do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I probably still have stuff of... Well, but you have, will now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, not even—I don't even have dreams of like on the set, but just mm-hmm. dreams with like with the, you know, people in the show and yeah. stuff, and like you know, I, I weird like just being at, like yeah. Suddenly, I wake up and I'm like, I have, had a dream about a party I was at with Phil Hartman or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell that was about, but. Do you think being in the editing room made you a better writer too? Uh, yeah, I think so, because you really get to see what. The thing that was really interesting about uh, editing stuff is that you really get to see what is going to work and what does not work. And you, you got to the point where you could go, that's it's never going to work. That I just know before we even film it, it's not going to work. Yeah. And sometimes you'd be wrong, but I'm not saying I was right at all. I mean, I don't mean it like, oh, I knew. Right. I had this magical insight. But <laughs> you could get the when you were writing stuff you'd go like oh well 
that would have to be like this or this. It's not going to work that way. I know, mm -hmm. I know it won't work. Or it'll just be cut. We'll just cut that. And like story-wise, if you had stuff in there that was extraneous, you always, I, I always felt like that's totally going to be cut. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to put too much effort into like this thing as I know it's it, because we had to really move the stories along and if it wasn't moving the story along it, it was extraneous and we just took it out that makes sense another yeah. boring story so <laughs> 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 every um, time every time Alan, you look like you had a question Alan I'm sorry uh, I did no I didn't no nope, you didn't find you didn't it have a question fine. that's it's fine. fine we'll get no, that's fine <laughs> what else happened in the episode I'm trying to think, remember what else I mean yeah <laughs> those I mean the, 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 those are the two big story stories no but it's part of you know oh right part Bill that was a big you know thing that we found so amusing I guess we talked about that in the other thing uh, like his um like his dad coming home after drinking for an entire week <laughs> and uh his mom saying is there anything you won't drink and his dad's like poison i'm saving it for you oh right <laughs> and then phil hartman just laughs after right. delivering that how fun he just he just found that so amusic that was dad uh, yeah like, oh, he's boy. judd nelson from breakfast club yeah, it's a childhood he had. He's later on. He's just like after he's finally <laughs> but pushed I can't, it down. But again, yeah. when I said like wanting to write for Phil, everybody always wanted to write for Bill's character because it was that kind of you could just write that free like it was like this free association nonsense mm -hmm. you could write that, and we'd end up doing most of it because it was so <laughs> insane. You could do any insane thing with him basically, and it would work. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, 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 so it just, probably felt like you were cheating a little. Like you would feel a little guilty for getting to just write whatever the fuck you want. Uh yeah, you, you do. You <laughs> would. You would actually, in a weird way, you'd feel sort of. It would be funny because you'd be like, maybe it's too easy because it's it's. But <laughs> he was always the one that was so funny. Where everyone was like. I want to write the part with Bill, with uh, Bill in it because <laughs> it was again you could write to that completely crazy thing and not have to worry about it. You could just yeah. it was yeah. like a cartoon. You know, you could just like make his... any dumb thing happen. Yeah. You know, and Andy was kind of like that too. You know, mm -hmm. whereas Dave always had to yeah to stick to the story sure, with sure. Dave and Dave. You know, as funny as Dave is and how great he is in it is, um, but he had a huge amount of just carrying story stuff too. You know, and. And Jimmy did, you know, Stephen Root sure. did too. And uh, you know, constantly come in and go, "Okay, here's the story." You know, like, you literally yeah. we used to joke about that. You know, like, yeah. "Okay, here's what's happening in this in this episode." You know, he might as well have just said that. I guess he's perfect for that because he is a guy who, while the character can be so ridiculous, like cutting through the bullshit is his mo. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. often. But then he can cut through the bullshit and then also be the person laying down all of the bullshit. I don't yeah, oh yeah. It. Yeah, he's That's like, do dynamic. I look like the kind of person that would like to play with a goofy ball? Well, Jimmy, yes. Yes, you do. You would play with but, a goofy ball most times. But no, but, but he, yes, but obviously I'm not supposed to say that right now. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How he would get obsessed with certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially later. We're not at it yet, but I can't wait until we get to the episode with uh, where he's off fishing and he's in a little box. Uh, yeah, that that's the, coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's it? coming up soon. That's the dumbest thing in the world. I love it so. so oh, much. oh, he's in the. Uh, oh, on that thing. Sound box. Sound box. Oh my god. Oh right, I forgot about the Gorilla Three Thousand. I think. 
Biggest Agrelli 3000? Robert so. Spina posted some really amazing photos from the set, including a, pr a picture of the Gorelli 3000, which I think he says nice. he no longer has. But Really? Oh, yeah. Did he have it? Apparently, yeah, at some point. It was oh, in his wow. backyard in the photo. Did he trade it in for a rosebud sled? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he posted like 40 photos from the set throughout the whole series, and they were really good. I should post some, because yeah, I've got a bunch of them, too. Do you? I have a whole bunch of them, yeah. I just haven't... I'm trying to get him to let us use him for... We, we want to do a news radio tribute comic, but we got to get enough art and photos and stuff to put in it. And if you've got anything that you'd be willing to let us put in it, that would also be awesome because oh. at some point it's not really a comic book, but who gives a shit? I don't care. Yeah, no, it could just be <laughs> well, like a, a magazine. I'm going to take photos of the dumb props that I have. Like, I'm going to put those in it because why yeah, not? I mean, it's cool. why not? I mean, you know? yeah, this, I mean, like, that's what these, these things are. Mm -hmm. It's like a record of all that. I mean, it's cool. These are cool. They're amazing. I uh, can't believe you even, they, like, was this, she, the this funny stuff thing wasn't is, all just thrown out. I can't right. believe it's like. Well, she knew someday. I mean, I think she's a, she's like me. She's like a professional hoarder, like an archivist in a way. So, but she's like, oh, somebody well, wants she, it. They can have it. That's what she made her living off exactly. of. She would buy all the stuff that they would sell from a show. And she oh, said yeah. she even sold a tick outfit to Patrick Warburton. She had one. Shut up. I think yes. it's mostly clothes. He, he walked in. He's like, that's my props. suit. And he, she he bought it. Sold, she sold it to him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. He so wanted fun. it. Yeah. Who who was the person who bought it from? Was uh, it Llewellyn? I, I no, I apologize heavily oh. for never remembering her name or the name of her company. Oh, that's okay. I will pull Don't it up, know. but it's uh, yeah, she because she sold me my uh, my two outfits from the show, my shirt and my my jumpsuit. Oh, okay. And then she's like, hey, you want to borrow this for your podcast? I'm like, are you joking? And so we've been waiting like wow, almost a year to talk about this because oh, cool. she just let me hold on to it. I have stuff like this. I'm sure. I look at this guy. This extra. Like, you know, I'm looking at pictures that <laughs> on a podcast. That's people fine. on a podcast are going. That's what how are you talking about? <laughs> um, you can really you, hear the colors of the pages. You really can. Yes, it's some good stuff. Now we're gonna show you some photo albums of ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You guys, Let's some slides of more trips. things that you can't see. <laughs> uh, before we continue with the episode, we're gonna take a real quick break after this word from our sponsor. Hey, Alan. Hey, Jason. You know what I had last night? Could it be CVT soft serve it ice cream? certainly is. They got their chocolate. They got vanilla. They got twist. They got sprinkles. They got sea salt. They got coffee with ice cream in it. It's delicious. If you guys go to at CVT soft serve on Instagram and on Twitter, go to their website, cvtsoftserve.com. It's delicious. Say hi to Joe. And tell him we sent you. Or the other guy. One, any of the other people who work there, again, confuse them if they don't know who we are. Just say, yeah. Alan and Jason sent we, me. We don't know anyone personally but Joe, but say hi to everyone. Yeah, say hi, confuse them, it's fine. Call them, Call them Joe. Go up to the CVT Soft Serve truck here in Los Angeles, which is only where it is. Sorry, guys, in other, in other cities and countries. Maybe there's other people in other countries listening. All we're saying. <laughs> CVT Soft Serve. It's yummy. It's <laughs> Oh, what a good ad. That was a <laughs> so great ad. Fun. We're back. Never done so Joe Fury's still here. Joe, thank you so much for being here. It's, sure. It's fun. <laughs> Um, so that was a good ad, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I That's mean, you know, kind. you wrote it. I mean, we should point out that Joe. I love that we're throwing him <laughs> under the bus because we don't even know what we improvised last week that we're going to throw in there in place of it. Yeah, Joe wrote that. Joe wrote didn't that stutter in the middle of it too many times. Yeah, we always stutter. Are you kidding? That's just how it goes. Um, find anything interesting in the book though? While you were looking during the break, is there anything that's popped out? I mean, there's so many. Like, I love that the little post-its are still there. That she. I know left. these are. She didn't get. She didn't do this for you know, again. It's something very interesting you can't see listening <laughs> to this, but uh, 
She had yeah, all these post-its and stuff. It's kind of crazy. All kinds of little notes to tell you how to put together a wardrobe book. It's almost like she's passing on, like, hey, don't if you you know, I'm assigning this to somebody else. See, this is we also want to get crew people from the show. So if anybody knows crew people, get a, get them. Give us a, a, sure. a call, a whistle. What do you oh. say? A toot, a tweet. What about um, um, toot uh, sounds wrong. Toot does sound wrong. Reisner and some of those guys. Yeah, I've that. been thinking about it. Yeah, he's no. he's a very nice dude, and we just got to schedule nice it. Super yeah. super nice, uh, super generous too. Um, let me see. Oops. Okay, so what do we want to pick up? Do we, do we want to do a little? Uh, want to do a little real deal or? Um, okay. Do some more plot it's stuff? time for <laughs> the real deal with Bill McNeil. This That's one's gonna this, this could be hardcore. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with Bill in this episode. Mm-hmm. First of all, like Lisa's the only person successful in getting Bill to without having to work on it for like several hours or all day like do the right thing mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. doesn't get to because he gets punched in the face <laughs> but right like right. actually realize the thing that he was doing and why that might not be nice to a person and he actually is just like okay <laughs> like dave never gets to that and it's always dave that handles bill so it's like mm-hmm. kind of amazing yeah no it's true um she and that's the thing about Mora was really good at all of that stuff too. Of of um, she was so good at listening, um, being the reactive kind of sure. uh, mm-hmm. comedy. Which is she she used to get upset sometimes. She'd go like, "Oh, you know, I never I, I never have that much funny stuff." And I remember we were I, we were always saying. Um, you're kind of like the Mary Tyler Moore in the show. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you're the sort of, you're in some sense, you're like the voice of reason, but the, you, you do more stuff just by react. Her Some of her reactions are yeah. just great. And, like, in yeah. that scene, she's really good in that scene in that she's feeling sympathetic for him and yeah. kind of trying to figure it out. And, uh-huh. like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but she sort of feels bad for him. And it's, so there's yeah. a lot of stuff that comes out of that. That's like, she's so makes what you're talking about kind of work yeah. you know, really well. Like it's, it's purely just her expressions and her... She does know. have one of the best what-the-fuck faces I've ever uh-huh. seen. She <laughs> does. Yeah. She does. There's one point, too, where Bill says one of the things about his Candy past, and she just too. says, oh, my God. Like, she just says <laughs> it, and it kind of trails off, and it's like... Yeah. But it gives her a reaction because she's not on camera at that was point. Was that one which of is, the childhood stories? Yes, one of the childhood yeah, stories. She's like, horrible. oh, my God. She's just, like, so upset for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> And her like her face tells the whole thing. She Absolutely. doesn't really have to do that much or say no. that much because she's she reacted so well and mm-hmm. so, and it was really funny. It was just a different kind of funny, and it was so fun because Maura used to say it all the time. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm being funny. It was like you're being very funny. It's just mm-hmm. it's not the same kind of funny of, of Andy falling of off a chair. You know, of like, course, it's just not the same kind of humor. But it's it's still hysterical. Yeah, especially since everybody on the show had a chance to be straight man or not straight man, but just yeah. in their own way. I love that that is an ensemble. Not all ensembles do that right, I don't think, necessarily. Because mm-hmm. everybody gets to switch off. Yeah, you everyone know? Got, a, got a chance to be, right, the, sort of the straight guy. It, yeah, right, yeah, in the middle of scenes, they'd be like yeah. a straight guy, and then suddenly they'd be doing jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... As long as the dynamic keeps flowing, that's all that matters. And I, I don't know, I love that so much about it. Yeah. Um... So, some of the things that happened in Bill's childhood, one of them, um, he had a drunken father and a super neglectful mother, mm-hmm. um, and maybe partially because she had to do a lot by herself if her maybe. husband was 
drunk for a week at a time away from the house. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, um, just because, uh, you know, there were problems between his parents doesn't mean he got, like, extra love. I mean, he was neglected, but also one of them said, Central's lost a fullback, but the McNeils have gained a daughter. <laughs> when he did yeah, that's his football mother. team. Yeah, his yeah. mother says yeah, that, I thought so, so she's just as bad. Yeah, she yeah. just takes it out on her kid. Right, the, but of, the thing, yeah. again, it's also funny about all of it is just the retelling of this and just... You as the viewer watching this in your mind, going, "What kind of a monster were these people?" Uh, what yeah, yeah, you have family? to, you have to yeah. imagine it. But the the show has such a great rhythm; you can't think about it for too long. But sometimes afterwards, you're like, "What the hell?" It's yeah. worth rewatching that scene too, like the first one That's in why I there, like doing this. because he uh, he's very Jack Benny at the beginning of the scene. There's just a few where he's just he's just sort of casually just doing the little Jack Benny thing. And then Benny there's thing. one yep. time, and absolutely, then what? Yeah. The... came home from the night on the town, which had turned into a week. Then it then it turns <laughs> into Bill McNeil, but he's right, definitely no. Jack Benny at the beginning. Abs- absolutely, I love it so much. Yes, <laughs> I t- totally agree. He really did have like a Jack Benny quality about him, too, yeah. which, was, which was always. Uh, great i don't get how i mean that's one of those things where like you know you call him the glue but he's also like so which means like he can be a guy who stands there doesn't necessarily get noticed but t- pull it all together but also could completely just if he needed to go up here and or do an impression or do i just I, it's not or he could go so under the radar because he's been scheming the whole time mm-hmm. and you don't realize the things he was doing like two three scenes ago were like that because later oh yeah you find out what he's been planning the whole she's time she's picked apart so much right. background like, acting yeah. he's doing and it's just you never think about that shit yeah. right and it's oh it's great i'm sad i never noticed it before but i'm glad jen has picked it apart for us that's fun and, a lo- and truthfully a lot of it probably wasn't even that intentional it was probably more of like what's the funniest thing that we how, how can we resolve this in a funny sure. in the funniest way is Oh, he's been thinking about this for, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funniest thing is, oh, he has a plan already. You know, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Just just let me handle it. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. And, of course, mm-hmm. he has no plan whatsoever. Sure. You know, I have a plan. I have a, he punches the guy in the face. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in the all of the shows. Mm-hmm. Let it work for him. <laughs> because, it's, because it's just so completely stupid. I Go get him. He keeps mm-hmm. saying to Dave, go, go bring him to me. And I will explain to I will get and Dave's really I don't I don't wanna go get him. Go on, go. He's so completely confident and it's the dumbest plan in the world he punches him in the face. Yep. I'm sorry, go ahead. You were Oh, that's fine. Um, so well I mean Matthew's very stupid, so of course that happened. Like Yeah. The hamster in the wheel might not be very well. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that wheel's spinning. All the way around most of the time. Yes. Um, Matthew's very stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. That amused us endlessly, too. Yeah. <laughs> These are all things that just amused us endlessly. <laughs> and, you know, and it became a thing in the show, too, with, like, you mentioned the thing before, where Bill does that whole thing, I'm, I can help you with your back and all that stuff, and he just throws them on the it's ground. It's so hard. He literally, that's, he literally just There's throws no them on the ground. no emotion on his face whatsoever. Yeah. And, and even when he pushed him, he and just I think walks he, and away. And then he just walks away. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> but then when Matthew, like, so cruel. when Matthew actually popped up, it was like, oh, it is better. He was, face that was works. like shocked, Thank like, you. oh, shit, he's gonna come back. It was well, like, yeah. oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like that that always amuses too. Like if you yeah. do some dumb, completely stupid thing that looked like someone should have been killed or something. Uh-huh. And then yeah. they're just like, Hey, that worked. And it's just like what? I mean, at no point should there have been an episode where two people are hanging outside a window for the whole thing, but that also... Oh, happens. that's a great... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I cannot I, oh wait till God, we get there. That makes... Uh, uh, that, um, that makes zero sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But, yep. We also um, find out that Bill's brother... Um, was like super abusive to him too like knocked him out for for over half an hour half an hour but he also apparently was a fan of taking all of his clothes away from him stripping him (laughs) naked and like leaving him in a place or Mm -hmm. not letting him go into the house Mm -hmm. like having him trapped and naked just when parallels parallels people have nightmares about Around the world, he like, later has a story trapped and naked about how he did the same thing in a frat, which is one of my favorite moments in the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he said he says that happened to him in a frat. You said, yeah, he, he oh. does that to somebody in a frat. Right, left him in the middle of the desert for dead. I gotta make a phone call. Make a call. <laughs> and just gets up, and then Dave won't let him get up, and then never resolved. It's so great. Never. <laughs> well, that was always so upsetting. That always amused us to no end too. The stuff that does like. There's no answer to it. Uh-huh. You don't, it doesn't get resolved. It's just yeah. you know, some completely something like that. Uh-huh. Something pressing and seems urgent, and you're just like, no, no, we can't deal with that right, right. now. Right? Yeah, no, can't do that. Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah. Just forget about. Or the, just the idea that he could push Matthew on the floor and then just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he doesn't yeah. even care. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't, there's no repercussions. There's nothing. It's just like the thing was annoying me, so I made it stop. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> like like. But all of those things were, I remember as you were saying that whole story of the Christmas thing of being stripped nude. Yeah, it's the carolers showing up. Yeah, and I think it was literally just like in a room with all the writers, we were talking about what the craziest thing, we just, it just kept upping the ante as Uh we went around the room and then one person would go. And then, of course, his brother stripped him nude. And then we'd all laugh. And then I'll go to the next thing. And then whatever I think. I think that's how it came about. And then just someone else would say, you know. Um, and there were Christmas carolers out front. Or whatever. You know? <laughs> it's just. Did it, ever, did it ever go too far where you got, you just, everybody just stopped like, oh, dude, that was messed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, many times. <laughs> many times where we'd go like, um uh, yeah, no, like, okay, maybe, then maybe not that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, a lot of times, but we, I mean, any, any stupid scenario you can imagine was, got, yeah, it would get to the point where you'd go, okay, yeah, no, now that's, that's probably too much. Right, <laughs> right. But you imagine. don't, you know, you don't get to those places unless you have the ability to do, which is what, you know, Paul was really great at, Paul was so good at just allowing people to just say that we just said the craziest stuff you know it's not like it, there wasn't like oh there's some requirement you have to you can't say this or you can't say everybody just yeah. we just added in the dumbest things in the world mm-hmm. and if we laughed at it we went like, great let's use it if we didn't we just kept going it wasn't yeah. it was just uh which made it really fun it's great because i mean you get so much more creativity when you don't have like super confining limits on yeah, what absolutely. you're allowed to throw out there like yeah i mean the crazier i mean we would 
we would sometimes come up with stuff because it was just too crazy. You know, it was mm-hmm. the dumbest. I, I don't remember what someone would mention some dumb thing, and mm-hmm. we'd all start joking about it and laughing and going back and forth, and it would go on for a half hour, an hour, and then at some point we'd go, we could that's maybe this could be like Bill could do this or something. Like more, we weren't even intending it to be that, mm-hmm. and we just start talking about it and then go like that would be a really funny story for like a Matthew th- or something, and then yeah, yeah you'd work it into somehow try and work it into a Matthew story, you know? Right. And then, you know, another 95 minutes was wasted, t- you know, talking about nothing, but <laughs> you know, 90% of it was useless. Yeah. But then you'd you would hit on graphic. stuff, but then you would hit on stuff that was yeah. really funny, you know, so and then you'd be, all be laughing and then go like, Oh, let's, there's a story right there, mm-hmm. which I think is, and I believe is exactly how the bill with the old food came about too oh so we just, we're talking about it and, just and just, it just got odder and odder <laughs> and there was no and the thing i think we found so amusing again like that same thing of there's no explanation you don't really even hear like why his brother did that or why no. you never hear the like no, it's better you just hear the, the outcome of because you just stuff. picture the horrible thing yeah and then you see people just walking past and you're like but Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you right. think? Young Bill McNeil prequel show when he's a kid? No, oh, no. God, that would be the worst, <laughs> the most dramatic, upsetting. I think we dark talked about show. at one point. Oh, Are you serious? Oh, I think we talked about trying to do something like a flashback or something yeah. when he was a kid. I th- oh. I'm pretty oh, sure boys. we and I didn't, we didn't. Obviously, we didn't do it, but sure. I think we thought about something of like Bill as a kid or something and. Is there a funny flashback or something seeing him as a kid and uh-huh. like, you know his in completely insane family? But <laughs> I think we ultimately decided it's probably just funny or just to not see it. Sure, just, you know. So you have a stunt person kid. Uh, yeah, right. Right. That'd be a tough casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it's so it's interesting to see Bill like like his roots because you're like you do have more sympathy for him and you also um see why he would like not see what he does as abuse like because it happened way worse happened to him all the time and he laughed it all off as a joke so you know you see he's not as bad as he could be i mean he's not good but he's (laughs) definitely not as bad as he could be and also like at the end he even um when he accidentally hit hits matthew's nose and makes him run away like weeping like a scared little puppy Mm -hmm. he's like um oh and but and what was so important about that was the thing that was really important about that and that made that work was um it it just completely was by accident it wasn't he wasn't doing it you know he just was Mm -hmm. like a mistake and then he says poor little guy Good yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. He couldn't have even hit him very hard with because no. he was just like going back. So, so yeah, he just put his arm shock, around his shoulder. Shock of getting like, hit in the face. Yeah, right. he was trying to comfort him <laughs> and he was doing a speech to stick up for him at, at his worst. Like Matthew was at his right. worst. Well, was he was a... being like like really sexually gross to all the women <laughs> around him at the table. Mm-hmm. He's right. being really aggressive in other ways to everyone else and just like. He's being really, and Bill's the only one that stands up to be like, "Listen, he's my friend, right?" And he's very, you know, sometimes friends it. change a little, and we all have our moments, and <laughs> and he accidentally hits him, and he he seems to just view it like poor little guy. Good times seems like, um, oh, we all go through things that make us feel real bad, but 
but like oh obviously uh, many things in life are kind of like a joke like this is why we're a family it's kind of funny that yeah. you were scared just now mm-hmm. because otherwise he would just be a broken totally broken man like oh, yeah. like i mean he is oh, yeah. in some ways big time but like he'd be a husk. he'd he well, he's in he'd never denial. leave his house. Just yeah, yeah, but it's it made yeah. him survive, thinking it was somehow oh, yeah. anything of it was funny. Mm-hmm. Well, also, what would he it, even it, be? The, the premise to begin with it was such a thin premise of Matthew turning into that it was of like course. so ridiculous. To oh begin yeah, with for that. sure. It was like, you know, how do you? <laughs> it, 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 it reminds me of the it was a Gilligan's Island episode where like. I don't know if you guys ever watched Gilligan's Island, but Gilligan yeah. gets hit with a, like a rock or something, and his mouth is a radio. It's like <laughs> so his mouth is a radio for the whole episode. From a filling. This, this one was like, a, yeah, maybe from a filling or something stupid like that, and he was getting broadcast through his mouth. And I was thinking, like, this was a little bordering on that kind of a thing. Like, what prompted him to <laughs> Matthew had to know, you know, which was what made it funny to us too, yeah. though. Also, but like. What brought all this on? Suddenly he turns into like you know he turns into complete. He turns into like Fonzie or something. Yeah, like yeah. What, uh-huh. And that's what we thought was funny about it. But it's it's such a ridiculous <laughs> premise to begin with. But, but. I think I might have connected dots in my own head when I watched it. Just thinking because he said Bill was the king of the office and I overthrew oh, yes. him. So yes. I'm just thinking this is how he sees Bill and this is how I should act if I'm Bill. Like, that's all I, I can mean, think right. of myself. Mm. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. He, turn, yeah. he, like, turns into Bill. And, yeah, and yeah. That's, the only, that's the only, like, power move he can emulate because mm-hmm. he doesn't understand things too good. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> true. And again, that's right out of the Don Knotts you know, playbook of, uh, you know, the the big, the blowhard. You know, he, gets, he, turns, into, he turns into this yeah. big blowhard and... and just as easily, you know, one thing Andy says suddenly makes him come back down to earth. Yeah, you know, which yeah. Is like, you know, which yeah. is exactly what that was. But the the <laughs> the moment where Bill seems mostly the most like uh, Matthew and maybe himself think he's the king of the office is when he's stolen a bunch of office supplies, <laughs> like uh, last season maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. And he's returning them to people. <laughs> And there's a long oh, right. line of people that he has summoned. Oh to right, oh, Bill's doing this, right? Yes, oh, right. And and Matthew's there like as a servant like person to hand the actual object yeah. because he can't you know dirty his hands with the objects. But <laughs> Matthew's right. I think is the one handing it. I think he is mm-hmm. yes, handing he it is. to the people. Yeah. Bill's Bill's sort of like. Why know. would Matthew stay late to do this? Like why <laughs> would anybody? He was in, because he was in love with Bill. Yeah, that was our, that was always our, exactly. But Bill our, is literally our... acting like a king, giving these things back and giving a little speech with each, as if he's right. bestowing actual gifts. As, right. Instead of saying sorry. I stole this from you. Right, but it's like again, it's like the it's like the older brother doing the dumb thing. Yeah, the older brother going, "This is what we're gonna do." Yep. It's all about me, and then like the, the you know his little brother going like, "I sure whatever you want me to do, absolutely." You know that was the concept with uh, constantly with Andy. With sure, okay, and he happily stood there and handed those th- you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about Bill. It was just Bill being a dick. You know. You don't know that much, Bill. But Bill, Bill, uh, you know, sometimes tells me things. Bill got very drunk and said to me that he volunteers at hospitals. Did you know that? And he makes toys for kids in his spare time. He must have like a little workshop or something in his house. I don't know. Uh, uh, so <laughs> That's right. 
That's the hell's right. lying to you? Right, they, just the endless because amounts of lies. Because he thinks it's funny. That's right. Oh the endless God. amounts of lies that he would tell. Too, which <laughs> so is many like, lies. Yeah. It, it, Most of them very stupid. He's lying to you. I like, yeah, I, I like the idea that they have to tell him. Mm-hmm. He's lying to you, Matthew. Oh, that's okay. He didn't mean to, he didn't do it on purpose. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's where Dave was so great in those scenes, too, where he was just trying to be reasonable and you just couldn't be reasonable there's nothing right as reasonable as he could possibly be yes it's still well that's just bill you know like matthew's defending bill it's yeah. like he's like i'm trying to tell you he's a complete dick matthew <laughs> without saying it and then matthew says yeah but that's you know that's uh, the way bill is. you know <laughs> just <laughs> which again is like a family dynamic uh-huh. kind of like you know yeah. Brothers being a complete jerk and mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I still love him. Or an abusive boyfriend. Like right, guys, no, exactly. It's a good, right. good mix of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Let's somebody who makes excuses for an abusive boyfriend. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Bill kind of was like that. He was like the abusive boyfriend with Matthew mm-hmm. on yes. some, some level. <laughs> Constantly doing stuff, you know, literally like throwing him on the ground in the beginning <laughs> of the episode to talk about. Just so hard. <laughs> yeah. But that all, again, that and that whole thing came from at a certain point we just, we decided. Every cold open, which were the you know the beginnings of the show, would end with Matthew smashing into something or getting, yeah. or getting crashing into something, and that just became a running. So I think that's where that came. That even in that episode, randomly out of nowhere, it's like my hurt my back or something. Like, oh, here I'll help you. Like mm-hmm. it was purely just to do a Matthew smashing into something, sure, <laughs> or getting hurt, or getting like, knocked. I feel like they were all really the sus- like the suspense building up to each of them was was very artistic and switched up a lot and yeah. just like well and this mixed it up because he sometimes you, you're like you you get um suckered into the the weird little tiny story that you've made for that scene that you don't even remember uh-huh. every mm-hmm. once in a while that there is going to be a fall like right, that's, right, right. that's even better like just and then there and then you're like oh yep there we go this <laughs> one where they mix it up too and you actually see the results of it where he turns out to be fine which i think is perfect and hilarious and we have right. a cat visiting us right other right and other other episodes oh hello we Kitty. have a cat visiting something us. else these people listening can't see mm-hmm. yeah Enjoy. there was a cat here in the room i'm sorry is that the end of the real she deal? practically says the whole word meow when she meows mm-hmm. oh sorry is that the end of the real deal oh yep that's all i got <laughs> this is then the real deal with bill McNeil. All right, do we have favorite moments? Uh, Joe, impressive. do you have a favorite moment from this episode um, that th- you can remember? One of them is when Dave says, Matthew, he's he's lying to you. Is that <laughs> what, what is the actual line he says? I think that's that what always it is. cracks yeah. me up I think when it's he the says line. that. I didn't write it down because I'm dumb. But because Matthew, he thinks it's funny. I, oh, that's it, yeah, that's oh, what right. it was, right. Because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> like, I always, I always loved that. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Not, not because it's, you know... He, anything it's not being done out of love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's doing it because he thinks it's funny and he's making fun of you <laughs> and he still and he still doesn't grasp the right concept. Mm-hmm. it's taken this long and they're like okay we finally actually have to do something about this and it just yeah. does nothing right it does nothing he just doesn't get it <laughs> or just refuses to hear it right right what about you i think my, mine was actually piggybacks off of that it is uh, matthew when dave's trying to get through his head that yeah bill is a monster and matthew just says don't be jealous i'm the only one who i'm not the only one here in the office who worships him and then dave's just like 
Yes, you are. <laughs> that's like, right. That, that, that's that right. is how he says that. Right. Too. That's just the follow like, up to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. No, yes, you are. And it's just, <laughs> and again, that goes right over his head. How about you? Uh, from my what favorite line moment. or moment? Favorite moment. Uh, moment. Honestly, it's like the culmination of all the scenes with with Catherine and Three Card Monty. Yeah. Yeah, just oh, right. having her yeah. start off by showing that she can fancy shuffle like mm-hmm. the cards, and and Beth is accusing her of lying, and then she's like, "Not lying." Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, she was she was really funny in that doing that uh, the whole three card Monty and just thing watching and like Jimmy get hustled and not doing anything about it because she knows that right. She already huh. gave him advice, and he didn't follow it, so who cares? Right. When, like, huh. Yeah, like, at one point, doesn't he say, like, that? Huh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> they took off. That was another thing we just we did endlessly on the show, with people going, huh. <laughs> and like, her, to end something. And her actually doing the, the three-card mo- it was just, yeah, she was amazing and all Yeah, she was, really, she was really good doing that. She was She's so great. funny. Then maybe she was imitating those guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very funny. I also yeah. love Jimmy saying that... Uh, I took their wallets and just watching those two book it up the stairs together uh-huh. was really fun to watch. Yep. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. I think my favorite moment is after. Uh, I'm wondering this is, if this is an onset joke. It must have been a running thing. Hey, check it out, Tony Danza. Uh, the grown ups are kind of talking. And he said, hey, who's the boss? Check it out, who's the boss? And then fucking Joe pushes Dave across the floor. Like Dave's just trying to stop oh, him. Yeah. Just skids Literally, him across the floor. He looks like he's just a piece of driftwood oh, in his beautiful. way because he's at this crazy, severe it's angle. So beautiful. Well, that was the other thing that was great was Dave is really good at physical stuff. Mm-hmm. He's great at that stuff. And, and didn't quite get his do, to do as much as Andy did. But sure. The, but he was. Dave was always great at that stuff. Except the one time, the one thing he wouldn't do, which I always thought was amusing, was so funny, was um, there's an episode where he confesses that he used to tap dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dave Foley said, I can't tap dance. I'm not I'm not going to pretend I can tap dance. Mm-hmm. So we had to get a person who actually tap danced. And cut to the shoes. Cut to the shoes. That's <laughs> why, if you've ever, you know, if you've seen the episode, you don't see Dave's. Because uh-huh. he was just Whoa. like... I can't do. I can't even fake that I'm. I can tap dance. It's gonna look terrible. Right, right, right. He like insisted. Like he was like, I don't want to do that. Wow. And we were just like, just pretend you're tap dancing. I think we tried to talk him into, it and he was like, no. And then so that's we ended up getting like a professional tap dancer person. But that's funny. But almost, you know, everything else, any of those physical things, they they're all always willing to just sure, let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. they're awesome. willing to just try it. You know, like that pushing across the room was probably. Something that they like they just doll. sort of came up with, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know it was it was implied in the script probably of like you know Joe is not happy with this or something. I forget what, but I, I don't like think in the script it literally doll. says he pushes him. No, I'm sure they just came up with that. And just that's amazing. That's great. Because they used to do you know that's kind of stuff. Yeah, they would they were great with all that kind of improvising things and, and coming up with you know adding to it and yeah. whatever. Uh, I know. I know. Again, we surprised you with it. Do you have a favorite line in 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 the in the show? 
I mean, the, the, your your moment was also kind of had a line in it, so don't feel pressured to add something else um, onto it. Favorite line? I'm trying to remember. Because again, we wrote all this shit down. I didn't oh, even tell you to take some good you know. ones. All of Bill's abusive lines about the book party are great. Oh yeah, no, those are really really good <laughs> about too. About the book party? What was that? I forgot. Everything at the very beginning, because Matthew. Oh right! Yeah, oh his hell, right. Hell that's right. Over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Hell hell freezing over. Yeah. Yes. What's all really funny? Mm-hmm. Um, that's all really funny. I don't know. They're they're all they all blend together I get that. to me so I, I at a certain point I'm kind of like and I watched it literally two days ago mm-hmm. and I'm still like going what the heck oh right right okay as you mm-hmm. say it I remember mm-hmm. it but now of course. yeah but it's um, almost a better way to watch it frankly yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes it's too analytical what do you what's your favorite line Ella? um it is actually gonna be the uh, one of Bill's tragic stories lines that he says the uh I remember one Christmas he stripped me naked and locked me out of the house just when the carolers, carolers were arriving. <laughs> right. What a Merry Christmas. <laughs> good time. Uh, so right. That, so that entire good. thing of just how awful to end with good time. Good time. Merry Christmas. Good time. That's awesome. I, but I, yeah, the, in, in that same thing when he was telling the story, I love that the joke of, I don't know who came up with it. It wasn't, certainly wasn't me, but um, of him saying his mother. What what he's at the foot he's playing football and he's like well he's trying out for the team he's trying out for the team and what's the joke about it? and his mother like calls him a woman basically I yeah, forget Central's what the joke lost was a fullback but the McNeils have gained a daughter that's right yeah I love I always thought that was a great line I don't know who wrote that but that was a funny line <laughs> do you know your favorite um I really I laughed out loud when um Matthew said did I say good I meant delicious that was oh a good yeah line that was too. good I was thinking about that one also that was something that we used to say in the office all the time too another thing <laughs> really <was> delicious. <laughs> delicious we used to say that all the time and then like these things ended up in the show like they ended up uh, that's where like I said you know what's up bitch you know like what that's <laughs> people in the office used to, we used to just say that I don't know where it came from or uh-huh. how, what started and one of them was someone would say something that was like uh, incredibly generally like incredibly disgusting or something like just gross and, you know like, I, I can't even you know somebody threw up last night or something and then someone would go delicious <laughs> and it was just and we'd all laugh and so like we, <laughs> it was just so wildly inappropriate and then so then it ended up in like the show we had so good. Eventually, like Bill said it, I think several times. Bill and, said it many times. Yeah, I and love then, it. When and then Andy doing it is like Andy doing Bill doing it, and it was just like <laughs> yes, stupid jokes building on each other. But. <laughs> There's so much good stuff. I'm uh, since everybody's kind of picked a bit and piece from the best parts. There is a line at the end that's really funny. That's where Matthew goes. I'm I'm not really gonna have sex with Lisa. And then Dave says. Hey man, thanks. Like, <laughs> oh, right, it's really beautifully <laughs> yeah. delivered. It's like, oh, that's kind of really good too. That's uh, right. Yeah, it's the hard, idea it's that he's just <laughs> and how how completely serious Matthew uh-huh. is about that. You know, the, the same like, yeah, like I, he really, really rose to the that. level of power that anybody would ever consider <laughs> right. that to be something that was going to happen <laughs> in any way. Right again, right out of, again, right out of the Don Knotts thing of you know where he he become humble at the end and yeah. And I'm real sorry about you know mm-hmm. he suddenly turned into and then it, you know I'm sorry I said that and I said this and you know but that's <laughs> totally where that came from. I love that so much. But there was also a funny thing. We, one of the lines that Joe said I think that made it into this show that I saw that we tried to get into the show about a hundred times, where I think he says 
Joe Gorelli, and he says mm-hmm. his name, and then she says, your last name is Gorelli? Oh, it's in a is lot that of in episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In this, this is like too. the third or fourth. We've been meaning to keep track of those. We haven't. This well, that like was a running fourth. joke that fourth we tried to do, and we did so many times, and, so it, much more, and huh? it never worked, ever. <laughs> it was just a joke. We tried to we tried to build that into the show right uh-huh. from the beginning. I don't know why, We just because we found it amusing. Mm-hmm. And that you were asking about was there stuff that would cut out? That was cut out a lot too. Really, we cut out so a, a even ton of. Okay. We cut out a ton of. Your name is as Gor- Gorelli. We did that joke so many times, mm-hmm. and it never really worked. So the ones that are in the show mm-hmm. are ones that <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. mildly worked. Yeah, that yeah, we were yeah. trying. <laughs> we were trying to keep in, like, but no, like, but I love it. Please, it's really funny. can we, we make it work this time? We had we did that try that so many times. Mm-hmm. In fact. In I think in one of those that scene with the guy who's cut out of it, or one of those scenes where they come into the office and say something, another one Joe says like you know, listen I don't I, you know I wouldn't be saying this you know, or, or my name wouldn't be Joe Gorelli or something. And mm-hmm. Someone says everyone in the room, everyone in the room goes, your last name is Gorelli, and we cut that. Too. <laughs> of course, like, we, of we, course. Cut, we cut that Ooh. joke more than anything. The kind of like petulant persistence of a comedy writer speaking from the comedy writer's perspective myself like that's one of the things that sometimes really makes shit work though like it's oh, pay- yeah. when it pays off well like i can tell you exactly of- where that joke came from too because there was uh-huh. a great there was a really funny joke on used to be on f troop did you ever uh-huh. see the show f troop uh-huh. bits and pieces but not a lot of it that we and we tried to emulate this joke like with that about a hundred times and, and we never got it to work but there was a great joke where sergeant o'rourke would say to agarn you know after they we're trying to figure some stupid thing out, mm-hmm. and Agarn would come up with a solution. Just like go, well, why don't you just do this? And then he'd go, Agarn, I don't know why everybody says you're so dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. a brilliant idea. And then you'd cut to like literally the next scene, which was like a day later or something like that, and they're dressed now doing the dumb thing. Sure, dressed as Indians or whatever they're doing, and suddenly Agarn would go. Who says I'm dumb? <laughs> the idea that like that <laughs> three that days later to it took him that long to love it, and that's what that that purely like that Joe Gorelli kind of thing was like. We were trying to make that kind of, of course, joke, of course, <laughs> and it just never worked. We I, could never make it work. I love really. that that's an influence. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, those me. were all yeah important influences, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start with you again, Jen. What do you have to promote? What do you got? What do you got, bitch? Oh, no, I, <laughs> I had you just once. Just once. <laughs> just once. Um, make some art today. That's good. Make smart today? <laughs> what did to you be say? fair, you did, it did blending. Make some art. Oh, make today. some art. Yeah. You didn't, really, you didn't really sell that. <laughs> do it again. Sell, you sell it. Come on. You didn't really sell that. Make some art today. Okay, there that's, you go. that's good. It's angry. It's nice. It's good. It's <laughs> passionate. Alan, well, uh, who says I'm dumb? <laughs> Bing. <laughs> uh, go to, <laughs> thank you. Uh, AlanRicker.com. A l l e n r u e c k e r t. There's actually a link on there to how to pronounce my name as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, actually, uh, filming very shortly, so it might be up when this episode goes. Uh, look for the web series uh, Spinning Wheels. Okay. That's all you need to know. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Joe. <laughs> oh, I, I, geez. Um, I, you know what? I don't, I don't have any... I, this is the movie that I did, I guess, I would mm-hmm. say again. Um, 
said it's on Amazon. You can get it on Netflix too. Like you can get it on Netflix. Or... Get, yes, it's on Amazon. You can stream it. It's called Love and Support is the name of it, and it's you know a movie I made a while ago. But I guess it's something that if anybody's interested in looking at, go yeah. go go look at it. Um, it's yeah, it's on it's on Netflix. You can get a DVD on Netflix. I don't know if it's streaming on Netflix, but it's also available at some other places. You can buy it online through Target and stuff like that. Oh, awesome! If anybody's that interested, good. <laughs> Love and support. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, I just should point out you can still, I think, last I checked, still stream season three appropriately of news radio on Crackle with the most ads in the world. But if honestly, just it's I think ten dollars you can buy all five seasons. It's is like that 10, true though? You, that's where it airs. Yeah, I don't you, even know where Crackle's it airs. the only place that streams it right now. Really, and it's only season three. And, and oh, have, that and they, that's one of those things that they ads. and they have an ad every seven seconds. Oh, yeah, because so my bad. the movie I did for like is twenty on, minutes every second. The movie I did seconds. is on one of those things too. Is it's it like really? on, okay. It's on like big ticket tele yeah. something. I was going to say that, but every seven seconds, it's like someone says, you know. Hey, what time is? It? And then there's a commercial. Uh huh. In the middle of a again. joke. Yeah, literally in the middle of like just yeah. they just anywhere. Oh god. Oh, I, I mean, that. it's like I, I can see if you did it every ten, you know, twenty yeah. minutes or something. But like, jeez. Crackle up your game, man. Like you, you got there's like Sony owns them. You'd think they'd have their stuff figured. You know out. who's doing that now? Mm. I just discovered on the way over here. Uh huh. Waze is doing that now. What? Waze yes. has a channel. I took. I was using Waze. Really? This is this is off topic of the show just Fine. a little bit, but <laughs> I just thought I'd share this with people. My annoyance. Um, Waze now has advertising advertising no. on the, on one. You're looking at the thing, and it's it'll come oh, up and it says it'll say like um, feel like letting getting lost right about now. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like it'll have an ad, and it'll co it covers up this part Fuck. of the part of the map, and then it says safe, you want to go to you want to go to you want to go to you want to get fried chicken? Denny's has fried chicken at so, like, and it says hit if you want. Mm. I, and I, I kind of thought, like, it had to happen at some point. It's sure. free, right? So I mean, I guess we've all been taking advantage oh of my it. God, for this free for is so the long. Future you were threatened. It just, today was literally the first time I've ever seen it Jesus driving Christmas. over here, and I was That's like, so dangerous. It's so weird. I'm assuming you have to pay premium to get it taken away. Is that even an That's option? That's probably the next. Right. That's the next yeah, thing I'm guessing. Yeah, yes. Do you want to get rid of that? ads for stuff yes are you going do you want to go to target and then it has a, like a target thing and then like Woof. target is 3.5 miles away we can get you to the, uh, at least google does it at geez. the beginning before you're driving in the car well they'll probably right. be doing it at some point in the middle of it too you want to go to the map store um yeah. uh let's see Take now the old thomas guide i never bought a thomas guide that explains why i got lost a lot when i first moved out here but then eventually didn't really need um, that's what everybody told you. Like when I moved yeah. out here, like get a Thomas guide. I'm like, the streets Map are all Quest exists, up. and that was what I used. Map Quest, and I was mostly fine, but I still got lost and cried a lot my first few years in LA. But you have to admit, crier. Waze is is. I've never used Waze. You haven't used Waze, mm -hmm. really? Waze is because those ads. Those ads drive me. That's right. From the makers <laughs> of Crackle. That's right. <laughs> no, but I just have to say, Waze is like was amazing in that. Wow, you don't have to go through look through those books, and you don't have to do any. Sure, sure, sure. Any of that stupid crap. It just tells you to go, go right, go left, go, you know. Easy enough. That's pretty good. Now, of course, there are ads in it. So, exactly. You know, there you go. Thanks a lot, Waze. God damn it. <laughs> uh, now go. we're from our sponsor, Waze. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. right. 
Exactly. I'm just going to say go to StolenDress.com. That's where all my shit is. Uh, my first movie's on YouTube for free. Uh, my second movie, Lords of Soaptown, if you go to bit.ly forward slash DVD, you can buy it on Soap uh, on DVD. Uh, it's, that's my documentary. Uh, it's going to be streaming soon, hopefully, somewhere in HD. Who knows? They don't tell me anything. Uh, I'm cool. so rich off of this, I just don't pay attention. Um, boy. That's um, the thing about the independent movies. You make mm, a lot of money. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, don't just, tell everybody, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Know, Keep yeah. the money to ourselves. I'm sorry. We're, we're secretly rich. We make so much money from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at jklam, J-K-L-A-M-M. I rarely tweet, and uh, people just regularly unfollow me, so I don't really know what's going on. I don't care. Why do I give a shit? And unfollow. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Alan. <laughs> you piece of unfollow. shit. Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Joe, thank you again for coming yeah, thank on. Thank you so much, oh, Joe. this was really fun. No pressure. You're welcome to come back, but no pressure. Um, I'd be happy to. But pressure. I'd be happy to. Pressure, I actually... No, it's, that, I mean, it's really I've, great. It's <laughs> nice that you guys do this. You know, it's I'm, fun. I'm sorry if I'm... I'm probably, again... No. Boring people to no, tears. No, no, but, no, uh, no, no. It's been fun doing it. We're, so. we're giant. We're giant nerds for this show. That won't end, and uh, you're helping us be more nerds. So it's, yes. it's, it's helpful. Well, it's it's. I have to say, it's very flattering that people like the show uh, this much, and it's it's great. It's really nice. It's the best. Well, they're wrong really if they nice don't. Exactly. We yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. very nice. And, you know, don't watch it on Crackle. Yeah. No, no I mean, if that's you're gonna, the main thing. if if any money still goes to you guys. I don't know, but buy the fucking DVDs. Like I said, I, you can get it for ten dollars, the full set in some places. Yeah. Ten dollars. Yep. I know. So, which is crazy, but you know. And, well, the, D- and the DVDs yeah. have a lot of extras on them too, which are fun. Yeah, they the do. commentary really is funny. Stuff. There's comment, the commentary and stuff, and I, I, I and the you know what the funny thing is about the commentary? Mm-hmm. I did a whole bunch of them, and I, I haven't listened to one of them. I've yeah. never listened to one. <laughs> I did them, and I was like, I, I don't think anybody did. Some of them are fun. I will tell you, it's it's obvious that they are pre-podcast, if only because I think people are now used to doing conversations, more pointed conversations. So some of them are free-flowing, and then there's like full minute where clear everybody's watching the show <laughs> which, you? It's like, it's which so is fun. what would happen of course like, because no one gave us when we were doing them yeah, there was no direction. direction at all it was yeah. just okay we're gonna put the show on and then you guys talk about it and we're like okay yeah so here's mm, what do we course. talk about like we you know and, and then of course everyone would Inevitably, like trying to figure out what was going on in the show. Of course, start yeah, watching yeah, yeah. the who show. Who was sleeping with who? Also, I remember that. I remember that them trying to figure out like right. what kind of drama was going on in the background. It's like, oh my god, I had no idea. None of my business. It's right. really funny. Um, also, let's just say this. Uh, just keep uh, if you guys know who to tweet because I don't right now. Uh, we want to get news radio on Blu-ray, and you know what? If that happens, uh, I'm offering up our services as a podcast to moderate the new commentaries. I'm just saying. Not that those commentaries are Give bad. Some I just want to sit down with everybody and make some of these people come on my podcast. Essentially, is what I'm saying. These other people, well, like, you like guys can't... would be the right people to do it because right. you, you know you guys are interested and passionate. Passionate. So we're nerds. What you're trying to say is we're nerds. It's okay. No, you know what? We're we're everybody involved in news radio are nerds. That's why too, I think the so, show's so good. You know, we're we're all nerds too. So. It was predicting things to come in terms of that. Like it was it was very highbrow, but also very like. Here's a pop culture reference that we enjoy. I and hope here's you like a it. nice man falling down on his yeah. face. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a lot of vaudeville. It's a mix of <laughs> all the kind of shit that ended up kind of... It inspired... I'm pretty sure, even if not directly, but at least indirectly, kind of changed 
the TV scape in some ways, I think. Uh, oh, I could well, be wrong, nice. but I, I think it did. That's very nice. I think it was like kind of a generational uh, milestone in terms of, like I said, of pop culture and all this other shit. I'm not being in any way succinct or clear. So on that note. No, but that's not. It's, <laughs> very, it's very nice. I, I appreciate it. So that's nice of you to say. Well, that. we appreciate sure, it. And all the other writers appreciate it too. I, I hope so. You can tell them they can come on the show if they want. You know, Paul, if you're I out will. there, Paul, just come on the show. I know you don't live here, but that's okay. Paul, come on the show. We I can will, FaceTime, will, Paul. Him. Yeah, yeah, Paul, we can FaceTime. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you could probably do a thing where you talk to him on the, on the phone. Too. We've done yeah, a lot whatever, of Skype and, and phone Skype uh, uh, of, of other shows. I will say, there's I'd, one. He would probably do it. I'm sure Paul would do it. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Oh, I will say, actually, there's one really fun Skype episode that was a mini episode where we talked to the kid who played uh, kid number two in Arcade, who is now like a neuroscientist. And so, like, oh. <laughs> it was a super fun to have really? you talk. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Like, well, the and then that, uh, the, the girl who was in it, the scenes with Maura was um, yeah, um, a famous actress, yes, right? What's her name? Mila Savinovich. Wait. No. No. Yeah, great. It's like... I'm close. Oh, my God. She was in Glass House. You guys remember that movie? Any other day. Any other day. Serena? No. 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 No, but somebody like that. Someone like that. I just forget. I kind of forget who it is. Any other day. It's a girl who looks exactly like Jodie Foster. Right. Young. She's not as well young enough. Yes. Yeah, she's still young. She's yeah, my she's, age. Yeah, but it was funny because we had a lot of people on the show who were like that, who weren't really that well. Like even sure. Ben Stiller at the time, yeah, of course. Wasn't, yeah, he wasn't like doing tons of movies and stuff. I think it was even before, may have been before uh, something about Mary, which I think yeah, so. It yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really what got that was him really just going. After you know. his show. I think it was just after, yeah, fairly, fairly fast Andy after Dick his, show. his show. I think he was, this, he right. might have been on SNL for a little while, but he didn't, yeah. it wasn't like he made a big impression on that show. You know, mm -hmm. he, he was on it and they, they never really, really, they didn't, funny, they didn't really use him very much. But, right, uh, right. You know. Anyway, but this, there were other people, I, I guess, you know, like Norm MacDonald was on a whole bunch Oh of, yeah. We had a whole bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> Norm MacDonald and then just Drake Sather's most insane, did he just sound like that? Was that his natural voice? Because he sounded way too much like Norm MacDonald when he basically played oh, the same character. Oh, he did, yes, that's why we used him, I think. That's insane. Cause he, it was sort of like, because Norm did it, I think, one or two One episodes. or two times, yeah. And, and then, then we just sort of thought, like, yeah, Drake will just do, because Drake did talk like that. It's ridiculous. Like, exactly like that. I, had, I just thought he was just a really good impressionist at the time. Drake was another really like, funny guy. God, Drake was a funny guy. Yeah. Funny goodness. guy. Sad. He's another. Yeah. It's just sad. You know, he's no longer with us. It's amazing to me. But left a very nice imprint, though, on the world of comedy. It's, it's oh good. yeah, it's oh, no. good. Big inspiration. Um, yeah. On that happy note. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, like I said. And did I mention Phil Hartman show? got killed? Too? Oh, oh. So. Uh, Shoot. Oh. Wow. Okay. Brought well. to you by Waze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laugh that up, crackle. <laughs> Laugh about that, crackle. <laughs> Well, there's one other thing to say, and that is... Catch, catch you, you later, later B-Cakes! <laughs> <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit soulandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. <laughs>